it here, the house and all the grounds. I know it needs a lot of work, but the sun is shining and it's very hot. The final phrase of his sentence melts away in the midday swelter while the girls stare up at him as though he has single-handedly created a galaxy of suns. After their initial disappointment, they seem happy enough, and I am mightily relieved. I find an outdoor tap alongside the garage and cast about for a saucer or bowl to give this dribbling mutt some water. I spy a bright yellow, dirt-encrusted plastic utensil, it looks like the cup from a lost thermos, lying among the weeds at the foot of one of the cedar trees, and I hurry to fetch it. Pamela puffs and waddles along beside me. She seems about ready to collapse. I return to the tap. By now, Michelle and the girls are dragging the mattresses, twisted out of all recognition, from the boot of my VW. Two single mattresses for four of us, in this heat. Are we insane? Where shall we put these? He shouts across to me. You decide. I am busy battling with the wretched tap, which is locked rigid. Must be a while since anyone used this, I mutter, but no one is listening to me, not even Pamela. She is lying on her side in the shade of twelve tall cedars, which form a semicircle round the parking area where there is cool, loose earth. A beached whale snoring contentedly. I turn the tap so hard it almost comes away from the wall. A small green lizard darts out from a fissure in the stucco and, sensing unwelcome visitors, slithers off, disappearing into an other ware. Perspiration breaks out all over my face. I can feel the flush. I am giddy with the effort, and now it is I who needs the drink. Pamela has long since forgotten her thirst. Eventually the tap begins to shift, making horrendous squeaking noises as it does so. A drop of oil, I tell myself, beginning a mental to-do list which is destined to become longer than life. The ancient faucet turns and turns, but still no water flows. This tap is not functioning properly or... But there is no one in sight to hear my concern. I decide to try another. Upstairs, indoors, the villa is cool and insect-infested. The blinding, dry heat outside emphasises the musty and crepuscular damp within. The smell reminds me of compulsory childhood visits to elderly relatives living alone in unaired spaces. The mosquito netting, curling away from the windows as though it were fighting to get out into the light, creates blocks of shadows and gives a sombre, prison-like feel to the main living room. Shafts of sunlight cut angular patterns on the floor's terracotta tiles, spotlighting the years of gathering dust and mouldering miniature reptile life. Michelle is standing with Les Filles, who are looking about them in horror and disgust. C'est dégoulasse, papa! I cannot avoid noticing Vanessa's battle to keep her tears at bay. We'll clean it up, he encourages, with dwindling enthusiasm. Before or after we've attacked the pool, snaps one of them, and stomps outside in a sulk. Cherie! Ah, Michelle! I hardly dare begin, knowing this is a rotten moment to impart such drastic news. We go after your sister, he instructs the remaining daughter. I've got a sneaking suspicion. What? He looks frazzled, ready to give up. The drive from Paris in a baking car packed to the gills with luggage and livestock, Pamela, on roads frying with exhaust fumes in August weather has been interminable. None of us has slept properly, nerves are frayed. Even the insistent cheering of the cicadas, a sound I usually find romantic and exotic, is enough to make me want to scream.
Suddenly, I see all this not through the eyes of love emboldened, setting sail on an adventure, but from the children's point of view. This is their summer holiday. I am not their mother. They barely know me. It has been a while since they have spent time with their father, and the place to which he has brought them belongs, or will do, to him and this other woman, who is not even fluent in their mother tongue, on top of which the villa is uninhabitable and we have no money left to put it right. The girls are disappointed, he confides. I hear the weariness and regret in his voice as I struggle not to cast myself in the role of the outsider. Michelle, I know this is not a great moment, but... Perhaps it was a mistake to bring them here. It was our dream, after all. Was, I find myself thinking, but refrain just from voicing it. Michelle, what? There's no water.